Yo, what's up, everyone? G Money Stacks here. You may remember me from shows like Off the Meat Rat Chains, New York Avenue podcast, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, Sports Edition show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show. I'm here to talk to you at home about Spotify for podcasters. Why are you wasting and struggling with your money on a hosting site to promote your show with limited storages? Forget about it. Let's break this down. If you are a current Anchor user, don't worry about the changes. Everything will be the same with added new features. Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, is a free hosting site and phone app that gives you old and new creation tools, also provides free hosting with access to record, upload videos from podcast episodes, edit, add music to your show, monetize, Q&A questions, polls, distribute your podcast on streaming platforms tracking analytics plus the show's growth audience from international places canada usa international including long island and the five boroughs of new york and much more you can get money from sponsorship with no minimum listenership spotify for podcasters also offers hosting and a way to upload podcast videos to attract listeners also keep track of the number number of streams these are the important keys to making a podcast if you like to create a podcast and be a guest co-host like myself you can download the free spotify for podcasters app on your iphones android phones ipads android tablets apple mac and dell laptops with windows or check out the website for more information to get a head start on your podcast journey at www.podcasters.spotify.com. If I can reach success, so can you. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. I'm G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator. Thank you for listening to me and the podcast. Let's go.
All right, good evening and happy Groundhog Day to every single one of you out there in USA, international, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, creator, host with the most, misunderstood, lonely nomad, YouTuber. Unstoppable independent podcaster, the man who holds the back doors of the Q5 and N24 buses, and of course, Queens, New York native of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And yes, you are now rocking, listening, streaming, and watching the 322nd episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Avenue podcast, live and direct from StreamYard and YouTube. And of course, if you are on the Instagram live feed, be sure to turn your notifications to know when I'll be on Instagram live recording podcast episodes. And speaking of YouTube, um, be sure to grab the subscribe button for me alongside with alerts so you'll be notified on when the live stream podcast episode recording will start according to the date, day, and time. And of course, be sure to stick around for more video content um new episodes previous episodes every week and alongside with um leaving a like and a comment alongside with um the topics when you press the like button it helps the algorithm um grow the youtube channel page that's what i'm trying to do here and um also for the most part um for the most part um be sure to listen, stream, and watch the episodes in case you miss any of the episodes. Don't worry. I got you. And and I will handle the rest at the end of this podcast recording. Now, I want to cut to the chase into some cancellations with the E-Train and along with everything else. In this week's segment, I like to call... The New York Mass Transit Files, man. Unfortunately for you subway riders, you're going to be having a hard time getting around Union Turnpike and, and of course, um, Jamaica Center. So, yeah, so um, I'll break that down in this New York Mass Transit Files. We got some breaking news in the New York New York City transit um regarding the E train. Uh, for all you people out there that's using the E train and stuff like that, um, I want to give you a reminder um that there's not going to be any E trains between Union Turnpike and Jamaica Center starting February the third. No, excuse me, starting today. Um February 2nd, which is Friday, through the 5th. And then February 9th to the 12th. Um, of course, Friday, 11.45 p.m. to Monday, 5 a.m. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, 
trains will run between World Trade Center and Union Turnpike and via um, the F train to and from 179th Street. 179th Street Bound E will skip Briarwood and Southern Boulevard Station. Um, there's going to be some free shuttle buses um, that will make all the stops between Union Turnpike and Jamaica Center transfer between buses and trains at Union Turnpike. For service between uh, Manhattan and JFK Airport, you can take the A2 and from Howard Beach to JFK Airport. And of course, note the the LAWR will accommodate NYCT customers traveling between Queens and Manhattan for no additional cost at Penn Station, Grand Central, Woodside, Forest Hills, Kew Gardens, and of course, Jamaica. Queens and Jamaica Center. All right, so shout out to the people from Passengers United. Um, I, I salute you for informing people about what's going on in, in our subway systems and stuff. Um, I appreciate you. All right, um, now that I got that out the way, let's let's get into let's get into this one right here. All right, according to AMNY, New York City has been awarded over $7 million from the federal government to help electrify uh, the ferry service to Governor's Island. The U.S. Federal Transit Administration is giving a $7.48 million grant to the city to fund the installation of charging infrastructure for a coming hybrid electric governor's island ferry that is slated to set sail this summer which mayor eric adams announced earlier this year um in quote we are putting innovative technology to work uh reinforcing governor governor's island as a nation leading center of climate innovation and welcoming this first of its kind public electric vessel to provide cleaner air in New York Harbor, said Adams. We are grateful to the Federal Transit Administration and to our federal, state, and city partners who joined us in advocating for this investment in New York City. Um, the zero emissions ferry service is just the latest effort to use governor's island as a hub for fighting climate change um let's see in april adams announced plans for a 700 million dollar campus which will take over 400,000 square feet of land on the island called the New York Climate Exchange that will provide space for research and training for green jobs. That facility is expected to open in 2028. That's like, wait a minute. That's like what? Um, that's like, um, that's four years from now. Damn. That's four years from now. All right. Um, yeah, that's four years. Unfortunately, that's four years right there. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's four years. Um, yeah, so with construction of the facility led by Stony Brook University, the hub will, will help make New York City into a global leader in fighting climate change, Adam said at the time. All right, let me see who's in the chat here. Shouts to the crew from Ladies um, Let's Talk. I see you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you for watching. All right. Um, this is where we'll meet the cha the challenge of climate change head on. He said, "This is where we will protect our cities, air and water, and this is where we will train thousands of students for the next wave of green jobs." Claire Newman. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh shit. Anyway, um, yeah, Claire Newman, the president and CEO of the Trust for Governors Island, said the federal government's investment in their efforts to electrify transportation to the island will further barnish the space's reputation as a champion for environmental sustainability. As Governor's Island grows as a model for sustainable urban environments, we are proud to be able to make this critical investment that will equip New York Harbor with its first ever electric passenger ferry, said Newman in a statement. With this grant, the shoreside charging station powering our new ferry will serve hundreds of thousands of visitors each year while also champion champion championing um environmental sustain sustainability um 
the what the excuse me the hybrid electric ferry will help eliminate 800 tons of carbon emissions per year according to the city um a look to the future um With the ability to toggle between zero emission battery only power and battery assisted hybrid along with a diesel backup the ferry will will begin transporting passengers to governor's island in summer of 2024 um replacing an existing diesel powered vessel the new ship will have cruising speed of 10 knots and be managed by the trust for governor's island once operational the ferry will serve up to 1200 passengers at a time while featuring in Amer in americans with disabilities act accessible lounge and restrooms on each level the latest investment from the federal government comes as part of the 2021 infrastructure bill passed by a bipartisan majority in congress widely thought of as a key accomplishment of president joe biden um the money will be used to build to help build a rapid charging station which will be located at this um at the soy suns ferry landing on governor's island with construction anticipated to be completed in 2025 <laughs> shit good luck with that one exclusively accessible by ferry governor's island is a national treasure that offers a, a range of unique resources that should be enjoyed by all new yorkers said u.s senator chris kirsten gillibrand this 7.48 million dollar funding in funding will allow for the construction of critical short side infrastructure to enable um, rapid charging for ferry vessels. Hmm. Okay. Um. That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty good. Hang on one second.
In addition to the grant supporting Governor's Island's coming electric ferry, um, the federal government also provided New York City with a $3.5 million grant to fund the rehabilitation of a storage facility used in the operations of the Staten Island Ferry. With another with, with another major win for the Staten Island Ferry, our administration is helping Staten Islanders get to work in the morning and home to their families in the evening, Adam said. Um, locally referred to as Building 45, the storage facility has long had much needed repairs and the grant will make those upgrades possible. Um... Every year, tens of millions of passengers rely on the Staten Island Ferry for their daily commutes and more, and Governor's Island welcomes nearly one million visitors, said U.S. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer. That's why I fought so hard to include these much-needed funds in the bipartisan infrastructure law to support Governor's Island and Staten Island Ferry operations. Um, okay. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, um. Hang on a second. So last month, um, the collision and derailment of two number one trains on Manhattan's Upper West Side earlier this month were caused by vandalism coupled with a breakdown in radio communication, according to a report released by released Thursday by the National Transportation Safety Board.
right. So the incident was the first subway derailment in more than three years, injuring 22 strap hangers and three crew members near the 96th Street station and snagging servers on the one, two, and three lines for days. Within a week, another train had derailed in Coney Island, Brooklyn. Yeah, the F train. The January 4th incident started when a vandal pulled the emergency brake cord on the first um, five cars of, of a Bronx-bound number one train near 79th Street. Most emergency brakes pulls are indeed the work of scofflaws, um, MTA officials say. But whenever activated a train, cannot move again until it is inspected and the brakes fixed at a press conference thursday mta subway and bus chief rich davy said the agency is looking looking to communicate more clearly to riders the consequences of pulling the emergency brake without cause though the agency is not considering restricting access altogether to me it's a trade-off for these instances where folks are pulling it for whatever reason, their kicks, said Davey. But there have been instances where customers have pulled that emergency cord in a true emergency. And we want to give them that opportunity still. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So crews were unable to reset the brakes after the cord was pulled was pulled and so the train had to be taken out of service with a supervisor operating the the train from the sixth rail car and a flagger relaying instructions um the number one trains were rerouted to the express tracks davy said such a scenario is not uncommon typically occurring about 10 to 12 times per week without any fanfare but this time the flagger told ntsb investigators that he lost radio contact with the supervisor operating the train near 96th street At that point, he was urgently instructing the operator to stop, but to no avail. In uptown, one train with hundreds of passengers was crossing in front of the broken train, but the operator could not hear the instructions and blew through a red signal, smashing into the passenger train, causing multiple carriages to derail. At the press conference, Davey said the radios seemed to be working but conceded there wasn't a way to con con 
excuse me, there wasn't a way to conclude if the radio was on or off at the time of the collision. Another possibility is that the radios were both working, but were operating on different frequency channels. Um, we need to continue to look at those as possibilities, said Davey. We're going to look at not only the conduct of the individuals to see if there are improvements, but also are there processes, procedures, better radio procedures, for example, that we could employ in the future. Subway tracks are equipped with trip, excuse me, trip stops that automatically apply emergency brakes when a train goes through a red signal. But because emergency brakes had been activated on the first five cars of the out of service train, the trip stops did not work according to the NTSB. In a rare coincidence, just a week later, a Manhattan-bound F train derailed on elevated tracks near the Neptune Avenue stop in Coney Island. Before the twin incidents, the last subway derailment had taken place in September 2020. The F train derailment, which saw no injuries, was not under investigation by the NTSB. Davy said, that derailment was caused by two separate issues that collapsed into one, a slightly misaligned bit of track, which the agency had known for known about for 18 months, and four missing bolts on the track. Um similar to the chassis of an automobile of the F train's fourth car. The MTE has not located the missing bolts and hasn't figured out how they came to be missing from the train. Independent of one another, they would not have caused a derailment, said Davy. But together, that is what we believe caused the derailment. Following the, the derailment, which took the F, excuse me, which took the F train out of service overnight in Southern Brooklyn. The MCA inspected 59,968 bolts on 1,800 cars, finding only three that were loose. Davy deemed loose, bolt, loose bolts not a systemic issue in the fleet. As for slightly misaligned rails, about one-eighth of an inch of the F-tracks, those are a bit more common, but typically nothing to worry about, Davy said. Before the derailment, there were 103 instances of those across the system. Since then, 82 have been fixed with the remaining 21 on deck for repair by the end of February. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, 
Um, Oh, um, wait a minute. Did I, hold on a second. Hold up. Wait a minute here. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's do one more um, story in transit. So, um, the MTA is facing yet another federal lawsuit seeking to block its congestion pricing program this time filed by the city's largest teachers union and the borough president of staten island the united federation of teachers in staten island beat um vital uh, facella filed the lawsuit in brooklyn federal court on thursday and named the mta the, Fe the federal highway administration and the city's department of transportation as defendants um the plaintiffs the the plaintiffs who also s include six teachers who are members of uft say the mta conducted a rushed and hurried environmental review process in violation of federal law for the program to toll drivers entering manhattan south of 60th street which is expected to be implemented this spring the lawsuit makes similar claims as another one filed by the by New Jersey in July and has the potential to beset congestion pricing with further delays. Um, the MTA was able to conduct a more abbreviated environmental assessment instead of a full environmental impact statement for the program, which nonetheless produced a mammoth 4,000 page document that the feds approved last year. The MTA has previously defended the rigor of its environmental assessment and is currently in settlement talks with New Jersey. The environmental review process for congestion pricing involved four years of consultation and government agencies, public outreach meetings and engagement with tens of thousands of public comments with that, with, excuse me, hundreds of pages of painstaking detailed release that considered impacts on traffic, air quality, and environmental justice across the metropolitan area, said John J. McCarthy, um, the, the MTA's chief of external relations. Um, and if we really want to combat ever worsening clogged streets, McCarthy continued, we must adequately fund a public transit system that will bring safer and less congested streets cleaner air and better transit for the vast majority of students and teachers who take mass transit to school the fhwa did, did not immediately return a, a request for comment after months of public review the mta approved a tolling structure with a base fee of
Yeah, it's fifteen dollars with larger tolls for trucks, overnight discounts, and break for low-income drivers. Um, the congestion pricing plan, which has been done in other global cities, but never in North America, aims to reduce punishing gridlock on Manhattan streets and minimizing carbon emissions from automobiles while raising money for the MCA's infrastructure needs. But the program has not, but the program has been controversial from the start. And the hub bub hasn't dissipated since the MTA rejected nearly all of more than 120 requests for exemptions, including from teachers and residents of Staten Island. Four of the teacher, teacher plaintiffs are residents of Staten Island who teach in Manhattan commuting by car instead of by mass transit, which they say would take hours. One plaintiff, special special education teacher, Paul um, Paul Caminiti, says the, the tolls would cost him $3,000 per year, while another, Hannah Choi, says taking mass transit would require her to start her day even earlier than she already does at 5 a.m. All of them are planning to are planning or considering transferring to schools in Brooklyn or Staten Island in the hopes they can avoid the toll. The lawsuit says um more than eleven thousand UFT teachers live on Staten Island, say the plaintiffs. Teachers, firefighters, police officers, EMT workers, sanitation workers, and other public sectors, no, other public sector workers who are essential to the fabric of New York City would be forced to shoulder the burden of the MCA's latest fundraising gambit, reads the lawsuit. Some are already considering changing jobs because of the proposed tolls. The lawsuit also contends congestion pricing will simply divert car traffic to areas outside the congestion zone. Um, and by extension, increased pollution in outlying areas like Staten Island, the Bronx, and northern New Jersey. Plaintiff Frank Garcia, a Rockland County resident who teaches in the Bronx, is concerned that congestion pricing will inc increase traffic near his school in the South Bronx, in the South Bronx, creating greater competition for parking and increasing the already high risk of asthma for those who live and work in the area. In its environmental assessment, the MTA committed to millions of dollars in investments for mitigating air quality concerns in the Bronx, including electrifying diesel spewing refrigeration trucks at the Hunts Point Market and installing air, air filtration systems at local schools. Hmm. 
All right, hold on a sec. And shouts to the to the women from the women, the Fletcher twins from um a picture is worth a thousand words. Um, y'all could check out their podcast, follow them on Instagram and streaming platforms, all the above. All right. Appreciate you for watching this um Instagram live feed of this podcast um recording. All right, so all right, where were we? Yes. Yes, where were we? Yes. So the lawsuit also notes that many members of UFT and other public sector unions unions live in transit deserts, such as Staten Island, whose rail service is not connected to the rest of the city. The MC has contended that few, if any, New York City residents live in a transit desert since there are few places in the city far from either a bus stop or train station. The plaintiffs lament that the program would require car commuters to ride this the very same inadequate and ill-equipped public transit system that needs the billions of dollars in contemplated repairs and improvements used to justify congestion pricing in the first place which was passed by the the state legislature in 2019 after being proposed by advocates and officials for decades Despite the settlement talks, New Jersey's lawsuit has already caused delays to some of the work the MTA hoped to fund with congestion pricing, namely modernizing the modernize, modernizing Great Depression era train signals on the AC line in Brooklyn. It's unclear if the UFT lawsuit could cause further delays. Congestion pricing revenue would also be used on projects like making subway stations accessible for people with disabilities, climate resiliency projects, and keeping the aging system in a state of good repair. Good luck with that one. Congestion pricing will reduce dangerous emissions from cars and trucks that are the leading cause of child asthma. It will reduce the amount of time students spend in traffic on buses getting to their schools, and it will improve subway and bus service for students who rely on public transit every day, said the Congestion Pricing Now Coalition, Coalition, excuse me, which includes several companies, nonprofits, and advocacy groups that support the plan. We hope to see this lawsuit dismissed and instead see this critical program implemented swiftly. The MTA's proposal will be subject to further rounds of public comment in February and March before a final vote by the MTA board on whether to improve and implement it. The MTA's, con the MTA's contractor has already started installing toll gantries at ports of 
entry to the central business district. The UFT has been on a litigious tear of late, having sued the Adams administration last month over hundreds of millions of dollars in proposed budget cuts. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So um, next, we're going to go into... We're going to go into, um, let's see, yes, um, hang on a second here. Yeah, we're going to go into Shakira. Hang on a second. We're going to go into Shakira in a segment that I'd like to call, hang on a second. Yes, chatting or, hang on a second here. It's not what do. Yes, chatting all the jazz right here, man. And and the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, as I was watching TV, I did not know that she had 19 kids. And now she's on her 20th. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's very Nick Cannon of you. <laughs> <laughs> damn son that's crazy that's very crazy though um very 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 crazy very crazy Chatting on the jazz. Here we go. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira is in hot water right now. Um, hate to be the bear, hate to be the bear. Bad news, but this is from uh, the people coming from Complex. Oh man, that's crazy. All right. Um, so Shakira has agreed to a settlement in her tax fraud case with Spanish authorities. The Associated Press reports Shakira on Monday agreed to a deal in which she'll receive a suspended three-year sentence and a fine of $8 million. The Colombian singer who was accused of six counts of tax fraud for failing to pay $15.8 million in income taxes between 2012 and 2014 was facing an eight-count year prison sentence. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, 
Oh man. Um yeah. <laughs> um the first day of the trial was scheduled for Monday in Barcelona. Presiding um um presiding magistrate Jose Manuel Del Omo called off the trial after Shakira answered yes to conf confirm her acknowledgement of the charges against her. According to Shakira, her decision to settle is an effort to keep the best interests of my kids at heart. Hmm. She should have thought about that before she even committed those damn crimes. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. While I was de determined to defend my innocence in a trial that my lawyers were confident would have ruled in my favor, I made I have made the decision to finally resolve this matter with the best interest of my kids at heart who do not want to see their mom sacrifice her personal well-being in this fight, she told the court. I need to move past the stress and emotional toll of the last several years and focus on the things that I love, my kids and all the opportunities to become, all the opportunities to come in my career. The argument at the center of the prosecution's case was the status of Shakira's residence during the years in question. Prosecutions, excuse me, prosecutors claim um, the, the singer resided in Spain for the majority of the time between 2012 and 2014, which Shakira disputed. If found guilty, Shakira faced up to eight years in prison, um, as well as a fine of $26 million. Under, under the agreement, Shakira would pay a fine of $8 million in addition to a fine of $472,000 in exchange for a sentence waived. <laughs> Maybe she could invest that money into, into having the 20th child, which is crazy, though. Man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. Crazy, huh? Oh man. Alright, um, let's see. What what's next we got here? All right. So um all right, Rory and Mal. Let's get to it right here. Rory and Mal. Um hang on one second. All right, so here's what's happening, and this is coming from the people from Hip Hop DX. Um, Rory and Mile have seemingly criticized their former podcast colleague Joe Button for refusing to comment on Cassie's rape and assault allegations against Diddy. Discussing the bombshell lawsuit on their self-titled 
um, podcast, Rory and Mount alluded to the usually opinionated buttons avoidance of the topic on his own podcast. Excuse me, his own podcast. In the episode, which is titled, We're Not Afraid to Talk About Diddy, Mouse said, Stop acting like y'all don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't see what's happening. Everybody got these fucking platforms and sit and want to sit down and talk about everything else under the moon. Talk about the real shit. People are scared to talk about the real shit because their shit got to come out too. A lot of people got a lot of shit in their closet. You can talk freely when you ain't got no skeletons hanging up and you ain't got no sick shit going on. He added, but when you got some shit, you be like, oh, I don't know if I want to be the one to address that because they might find out about my little rendezvous. Button did not address address the allegations against Diddy directly. Instead, instead saying, I don't feel like I need to come in here and have word vomit about my discernment when it comes to evil shit in the industry. He also said in, in an Instagram comment that he took out the entire Diddy segment to avoid his name being attached to the story, a decision which also drew backlash. Rory and Maul also discussed the disgusting allegations against Diddy during, no, excuse me, directly on their podcast. And with both saying they believe Cassie's story, Mal also criticized the statement made by Puff's lawyer after he and Cassie amicably settled the lawsuit and called the and called for the bad boy mogul to address the singer's claims himself. Don't give me the lawyer um, jargon about, oh, just because you settled don't mean it's an admission of guilt. Cut the shit, he said. I want to hear the truth out of Diddy's mouth. I want him to address the allegations. He added, as a culture, let's sit down and address this because there's a lot of fucked up nasty shit going on behind the scenes and a lot of people sit back and watch it happen and act like they don't know that is happening and that's a problem the podcaster later pointed out that nobody close to diddy has come out and and denied the allegations at which point rory um brought up former diddy dirty money singer don richards tweet in support of cassie actually one person did speak up and that was the tweet that kind of sealed it for me he said when dawn from dirty money tweeted love and prayers to cassie hope you find peace i was like all right if dawn is saying that the co-host 
also defended Cassie across, no, excuse me, against those criticizing her for filing a lawsuit against the bad boy founder. And with Rory saying, what else was Cassie supposed to do? This is how the system is set up. Going the criminal route. Not happening. It just wouldn't work. The only other option besides years of fucking self-healing is to hit that person's pockets and to get the information out there. She went the only route you could possibly go. Last week, Cassie sued Diddy in federal Manhattan court, accusing the media mogul of rape, domestic abuse, and sex trafficking of the allegations he vehemently denied. The following day, they settled the suit without Diddy um, admitting guilt. Of course, you can listen to Rory and Mouse full podcast episode below with the Diddy segment beginning around the 29-minute um, mark. Okay, before I go on, before I go on to, before I go on to the next topic, man, uh, let me say something here, man. Let me say something right here. Look, it's one thing to address um, the situation, right? But at the same token, um, does it does it feel does it feel, does it feel like a person has to be obligated to be addressing something that's not even that's not even like in their podcast um interest i mean not not really um and not to not to say i'm taking sides i'm not taking sides of either either one of them and this is a sticky this is a sticky 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 subject right here man which i try to not you know, put that in any of the upcoming episode descriptions because number one, you know, none of us, none of us who have podcast shows have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. And I'm pretty sure neither do these guys. I mean, re- respect for them, respect to Rory and Mouth for pulling away from Joe Button after what he did to them. I get it. Um, but not everything is mandatory. You know what I'm saying? Not everything is fucking mandatory, especially especially what went down with Diddy. Not everything is fucking mandatory. It just seems like, you know, they want to act like, you know, that he owes an explanation to, to the whole Diddy situation. I mean, look, man, if it, if, if, I mean, it's his choice, man. You know what I'm saying? And as far as like, as far as like having skeletons in the closet, look, man, look, man, sometimes you go through things. And when you go through, and when you go through things, not just in life, but in general, 
you tend to basically hold things back. That's pretty much what Joe Budden is doing, according to Rory and Mao. But at the same time, not everything is fucking mandatory. Not everybody is obligated to be talking about the sticky situations and stuff as far as anything goes. Because, you know, you know, I can't keep up with everything. The same way I can't keep up with everything that's going on all around the world as far as like as far as like anything goes with Israel or anything else like that, because this 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 podcast right here that I'm doing right now is it's not politics related. Okay. It's not politics related. It's basically trying to give people relief from you know, a long day of work, whether it's like, you know, family drama, um, whether you, ha- whether you broke up with somebody, whatever it is, man. And look, I do keep a balance between serious topics versus, versus, um, funny topics. So there has to be a balance between those two. You feel what I'm saying, folks? If it's not an obligation to talk about, then it's not an obligation. The same way, the same way the other day I was looking at one of the comments that a cousin of mine from Rosedale um put in regards to, you know, talking about how to help out communities and stuff like that. But guess what? You can't make everybody fucking happy. The same way you can't you can't really make every fucking body um please you can't please everybody how are you gonna help everybody but you don't have any solutions to back that up nobody has all the answers and i know i don't have all the answers you know what i'm saying so i just wanted to take the time to actually you know point out some things so you know you know, just to get you folks and listeners out there to get a better understanding on things. All right. Okay. Enough of this roar your mouth shit. Anyway, man. Um, let's go to um let's go to some bragging rights of, of Brittany Renner. And this is from the Atlanta Star website. Um, so here's what's happening here. Wait for this plane to pass. Here's what's happening. Social media influencer Brittany Renner is not ashamed of her past following facing criticism for her drunken behavior during a podcast interview with um, Charleston White and for revealing she slept of sleeping with over 35 men. 35 men? 35 men? Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait! Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! Wait a minute! 
35 men? Like... That's the question. <laughs> Damn. Damn, son. Hot agree. I see you. <clears throat> all right. Um. All right. <laughs> Thirty-five men is a lot, though. That's a lot. Um. All right. Let's continue. Let's continue with this story. <laughs> this is so crazy, though, man. All right. So. Renner discussed the hold on. Renner discussed the latter uh, revelation during a sit down for the December twenty first episode of Behind the Likes podcast with host with with host Shy Fontanet and Winter Blanco, who initially asked if she was rebranding herself. She said, in quote, I think I'm being myself. I think I'm just being myself. The personality with nearly 5 million followers on Instagram said, I have no problem taking accountability. I'm not about to sit here and be like everything is so grand. There is nothing I can do differently. Renner said she was drunk during intimate moments with at least half of the men on her list fontanet reminded her that she once said she wished that she wouldn't given she wouldn't have given her body to that many people before asking renner to confirm her sexual um body count was really 35. damn son she said she has no problem sharing her truth about 
taboo topics that not many talk about. Later, Renner maintained, I'm not sorry for a motherfucking thing I did. I don't regret anyone I sucked, fucked, or swallowed. I don't have to do all that, and I am still going to get everything I want. The two hosts were floored by her response. <laughs> oh, man. Stating that 35 is not that many people for someone in their 30s to have slept with. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is, man. 35 is a lot, though, man, compared to Nick Cannon. Oh, man. Anyway, um, others on social media also chimed in on why so, so some may f- have thought the basketball wire stars remarks were distasteful. It's not the body count one person wrote. It's how many men you slept with in a day or month is the issue. Most men have, if you slept with 10 people in five months, cool. If you slept, if you sleep with 10 people in, in week two, in week two weeks, month, got goddamn, slow down, little mama. Another person disagreed and said that is not a low body count. What what are they what are what are they talking about? Renna continued to defend her count, saying the number really doesn't matter. Um, yes, it is when it comes to AIDS and, and all these other crazy diseases. I always kept the list, she said, adding, I think that the big the bigger message is even if it was 31,000, like, why does that matter? When I say it, I don't want a cookie. It's just my truth. Um, Renner has never shied away from embracing her sexuality, which she understands is taboo, but that's exactly why she loves talking about it. She shared her body count for the first time as a guest on Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp on September 27th. A 31 year old joked that my dating pool is impressive. Over the years, Renner has been connected to various entertainers and athletes like rapper Little Uzi Burt, Kevin Samuels, um, late great Kevin, late great Kevin, Kevin Samuels, um, James Harden, and Colin Kaepernick. This past summer, she was spotted on a dinner date with NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> He's taller than her. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's crazy, man. Yo, Shaq's height is making Britney look small. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh shit. She also has a son with um Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets player PJ Washington, though many have accused her of using the NBA baller to secure a lucrative lifestyle based on the child support he is mandated to give until their son is an adult, which is reportedly 2500 a month. Damn. Damn. 
Damn, that's crazy, man. Wow. 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 Um, okay, so, um, after her conversation with Sharp, Rick Fox even slam dunked his way into the conversation, wondering if he could ask Renner questions as one of the one drop brothers out there interested in becoming number 36 on her list. Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. Seriously, do not do that shit. <laughs> that shit is not worth it. Oh my gosh, that shit is not worth it. Um, she says she has no problem sharing her truth about tabletop. Yeah, I already read that. Yeah, I already read that one. Um, yeah. Wait a second. Wait. 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 Yeah, oh man, that's crazy though. Yeah, don't do it though. All right, so let's get let's go on to the next topic. Um let's go on to the next topic here, man. Um a little recap, a little recap of um hang on a second here. Um let's get to Let's get to J. Cole. All right. So, and of course, from Hip Hop DX, according to the website, J. Cole is closing in on his first ever diamond plaque as the rapper has been awarded almost 30 new gold and platinum certifications in just one day. On Tuesday, November 21st, the RIAA which is Recording Industry Association of America, issued a total of 27 certifications for Cole's catalog, with the most notable being that Middle Child is now nine times platinum, signifying at least nine million, million sales in the U.S. That puts the song, which was released in 2019 and later appeared on the Dreamville compilation, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Um, just one million units away from achieving elusive diamond status. Just 120 songs in in history have been certified diamond, including Not Afraid by Eminem, who also has diamond certifications for Lose Yourself and Love the Way You Lie. Drake also has several diamond selling singles in God's Plan, Hotline Bling, and One Dance with his features on Travis Scott's Sickle Mode and Futures Life is Good, also reaching 10 million sales. Other hip-hop artists to have achieved the distinction include Jay-Z, Kanye West, The Nutcase, Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Wiz Khalifa, and Kid Cudi. Um, J. Cole's um, spree of new RIAA plaques were celebrated in a post on X, um, formerly 
known as Twitter by the rapper's longtime manager, um, Abraham Eve Hamad, um, who simply wrote certified. His post also revealed that 2014 Forest Hills Drive is five times platinum. Born Center is three times platinum. For Your Eyes Only is double platinum. And KLD and the Off Season are both platinum. Several of Cole's songs also had their sales status updated with Neighbors certified four times platinum, Deja Vu three times platinum, Kevin's Heart three times platinum, and KLD also three times platinum. Earlier this year, Cole achieved his first ever number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 thanks to his Drake collaboration, First Person Shooter. Um. While the song represented Cole's first time atop the chart, it marked Drake's 13th number one in seven years after he scored his first in 2016 with One Dance. The collaborations between uh, the two rap the, the two rap titans, um, excuse me, are not just confined to the studio, as they recently announced a co-head on a co-head co-headlining excuse me tour um co-headlining tour across the u.s in early 2024 the pair will perform together on 18 dates um uh, starting it started january 18th in denver and running until march 10th in kentucky all right so all right so i did see wait um wait a minute wait a minute Wait a minute. I don't think I see. Hang on a second here. Um, oh boy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Yeah, I'll cover the other. All right. Um, all right. So before I go on to um the previous music releases and stuff, um I want to go over the Soul Train Awards highlights. Um, I didn't watch, but yeah. So let's go over the highlights to um, what went down during the Soul Train Awards. All right. Um, so according to Vibe, the 2023 Soul Train Awards took an unconventional route as they turned the standard award show format into a soulful house party in the Hollywood Hills. The event would have been an intimate and cozy, but the brisk chill and high winds didn't make for the best environment for outdoor hosting, but BET powered through anyway. The red carpet was moved indoors with press and still photography being split between and the show proceeded as normal. Kiki Palmer did a masterful job of hosting this year's affair, complete with head-to-toe outfit changes and a performance of her own.
The dining mother, dressed in a white lace mini dress and floor length robe, did a live rendition of Ungorgeous off her latest album, Big Boss Deluxe. Only one award was announced on air. Um, Coco Jones win for Best New Artist, and the new Grammy nominee took the stage twice that evening. She performed her single Double Back with SWV because the record samples the group's classic ring. Jones later returned to the stage to perform her and BJ, the Chicago Kids, duet Spend the Night. However, SZA, Victoria Monet, Victoria Bonet and Usher all took home multiple wins. Um, the SOS star took home album of the year, song of the year for Snooze, the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award, and was named Best R&B Female Artist. Monet scored with Video of the Year and Best Dance Performance on with on my mama as usher earned the certified soul award along with best r&b soul soul male artist and best collaboration with good good featuring 21 savage and summer walker the honorees of the night were janelle monet and t-pain who took home the spirit of soul awards and legend award respectively monet kicked off the show with an enthralling performance of float and champagne shit while t-pain closes out the show with a medley of his best hits and most memorable features from the red carpet vibe scored some exclusives from sean bankhead and ray j and later relived some of the top performances of the night from muni long friday and the soul cypher participants Aaron Ray, Eric Bellinger, Nikki Gilbert, Nikki Gilbert, and Marsha Ambrosius as the Soul Train Awards aired on Sunday, November 26th. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Of course. And these are. And of course, though. Um, yeah, you could actually look at these pictures for yourself. Um, and this is on um, this is on um, the Vibes website. Um, you can take a look at it for yourself. All right. So anyway, let's get to let's get to. All right, thirty hip hop songs. Hold on a second. Um, now I've been holding, it, I've been saving this topic for quite some time. Didn't mean to actually um, be late with this, but anyway, I'm gonna go over this as well as the other topics. So anyway, this is from Double XL. Um, this is from Double XL, right? So um, there's been some songs that um that came out that um is about being thankful and stuff so um yeah so um this this is a recap of 2023 um 
it's that time of the year that everyone and their mother loves the holiday season while the end of summer is always bittersweet the arrival of fall is upon us and once the leaves hit the ground there is no turning back after getting gas ghastly and bringing out the pumpkins for halloween the next holiday that any hip-hop fans enjoys is thanksgiving while rappers like Nas and Dead Prez have schooled rap scholars on the true origin of Thanksgiving and the brutality it stems from, it has become tradition for many families to use the day as one for celebration of life, family, and appreciation for all of the good in our lives. Sure, the heaping plates of food are usually the focus on the surface level and those turkeys fresh out of the oven maybe enticing but the real highlight of thanksgiving is taking note of the blessings you've received throughout the year and and in your daily life okay so um some hip-hop songs um 30 hip-hop songs to be thankful all right so you have little tj feature you have grateful by little tj featuring coco jones Nicki minaj featuring drake moment for life uh, Big Sean, so much more. Uh, Lord, come on, man. And um, Untitled, oh, Untitled 08 by Kendra Lamar. Family, biz- Family Business Night by um, Kanye West, The Nutcase. Soul Food by Goody Mob. No Complaining by Jeezy. War by Nas featuring Keon Bryce. Look at me now, Benny Siegel. All My Life featuring J. Cole. Nickels and Dimes by Jay-Z. Wake Up by Big, by Big Crit. Um, Love Yours by J. Cole. All Bad, Scarface. Um, Tears of Joy, Rick Ross featuring CeeLo. Blessings. Um, Chance the Rapper, look, look what you, look what you've done by Drake, Ambition, Wale featuring Meek Mill and Rick Ross, um, um, Juicy, um, the Notorious B.I.G. A.K.A. Biggie Smalls, Thank You by Busta Rhymes featuring Q-Tip, Kanye West, Nutcase, and Lil Wayne. God, um, gave me style by Fifty Cent. Um, thank you by Bow Wow featuring Jagged Edge and Fundisha. Um, I Love My Life uh, by Nori featuring Carl Thomas. Thank God by Danny Brown. Have Mercy, Corday. Thankful by DJ Khaled featuring Lil Wayne and Jeremiah. Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Grateful by Coda, the friend. All That I Got Is You, Ghostface Killer featuring Mary J. Blige. Um, hang on a sec. And the last song is Dear Mama. All right. Um, let's go to Let's go to the uh, previous releases that happened in December. I'm going to go over that. 
Let's go over that one right there. Um, hold on a second here. All right, so we have, um, all right, so, and this is from Double XL um, Mag. So the previous um, releases in December that happened is Nicki Minaj's um, Pink Friday 2 album. Um, we have Nicki Minaj's 200, Nicki Minaj's um, Pink Friday 2, um, Big X the plug unleashes the, the biggest EP. Um Gucci Man and Big and BG join forces for choppers and bricks. Um let's take a look here. Uh Wiz Khalifa um decisions um frozen by Big Scar. Um Hood Hottest Princess Deluxe by Sexy Red. Um, Big X The Plug, The Biggest. AZ, Truth Be Told. Truth Be Told by AZ. I don't know. It's been a long time since you since we heard from her. Erica, so we have Real Rap Bitch by Erica Banks. Um, Talk Talk, The EP. Hang on a second. Um, by Atmosphere. Yeah, Atmosphere. Um, um, Zarface. No, Zar. Artificial Intelligence by Zarface. Um, Ornamental by Terrence Martin. All right, um, thirty thirty by Dave East and 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 Crutch Calhoun. Um, conduct the machine by Conway the Machine, conduct the Williams. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, conduct the Williams. Conduct the machine. Oh boy. Um Holy Water by Millie's Um Heavy Vibrato by 
by Else High and Ono. Two sixty four by Ty Fontaine. Um, hold on a second here. Um, volume six, Young Bands. Um, Pink Friday two by Nicki Minaj. Africa Blue and Knots. Um, not hard to understand. Kalan FRFR. The warmest winter ever. James um, Fontoroy. I hope you are happy by Knight Lavelle. Death Tape 1 Black Cottonwood by um, QL Chris and Cavalier. Oh, hey, Siobhan, long time no see. I really hope that everything's going good with the uh, with your uh, with you so far as far as um, the lawyer situation. Hope everything's going good. Hopefully, someday I might have you as a guest on my podcast. All right. Um, so good luck to you and your lawyer. Um, career all right um <laughs> let me let me just continue here so um trophies by burner and ojeezy um back outside rowdy rebel It's me, I'm the problem by Little Papa. Renegade. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Renegade by Hit Kid. Oh wow. Um Merry Um Christmas <laughs> by Baby Stone Gorillas. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um sex take. By Patterson Fontaine. Ask about me by Little Reese. Um, we only talk about real shit when. We only talk, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we only talk about real shit when we're fucked up by Bass. Um, Choppers and Bricks by Gucci Mane and BG. Um, Pink Friday, Gag City Edition, Nicki Minaj. We said that part already. Um, Art of Ambition, Cue the Fool. Um, when you go, when you go to sleep, Big Baby Gucci, um, Highway 600, Currency, and Traumatone. Um, 
Honcho <laughs> for her haunt by Honcho. <laughs> A uh, little no HUD Bible too, Lil Zay Asama. Um, the truth is in my eyes. Big hit. All right. So hot holiday has to cocaine Christmas has kingpin. Um cartoons, uh valet and topside. Um kids gotta eat ASAP 12 um yeah cob four by Mano. thankful nick bucks black santa dram wing wheelchair squad little b um banks before banks before christmas by erica banks not nah, is brick holiday vibe by capella gray Holiday, no holy days. Tyler Kwali, ambition. Um, MJ, Trill Static Three, Bun B, and Static Selector. Um, um, Palermo, no Palermo, by Conway the Machine and One Two. Um. Hypnotic Rhythms by Lazy Bone. Um, Gucci Ghost 4 um, by Ghost Limited and Mickey Diamond. Um, Never Lose Me, Flo Millie. Sacred Heart 2, DC to Don. And of course, um, West Side. And of course, um, Hall and Nash 2, the original version by West Side Gun, Conway Machine, and Alchemist. All right, so let's go to, hold on a second. Let's go to, um, all right, let's go to, um, I, I'm going to go to Mariah the Scientist, and then I'll talk about the Monster Jam next. All right, um. All right, um, hold on. All right, Mariah the Scientist. Let's take a look at this. Um, she has a tour um that's going on in 2024. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me make sure that I cover this one and Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So according to Hype Beast, Mariah the Scientist will be headline will be heading on tour um next year. What would this is 2024 in support of her third studio album to be eaten alive? The project arrived in October as um as um wait a second. Yeah, her 
yeah, her first release through Epic Records following a newly inked deal with the label. The LP spans 10 songs across the 30 minute, just 30 minutes. Led with the addictive single from a woman serving as a counterpart to Young Thugs from a man, Mariah offers up her own perspective on love and relationships. To the to be eaten a lot tour will kick off on February first, which was which started yesterday at the Republic in Honolulu, Hawaii. From there, the singer will hit major cities across Europe, making stops in Oslo, um, Copenhagen, Stockholm, Paris, and Amsterdam. After a string of shows in the UK, show head to Seattle's Neptune Theater on March 6th. Later stops in the U.S. will see Mariah hit Los Angeles, Dallas, Chicago, Boston, Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, New York, and more. Um, you can check out the full list of stops for Mariah the Scientist to be eaten tour. No, excuse me, to be eaten a live tour on her official website. Um, tickets will go on sale. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, they don't sell now, actually. So you go to a website. Yeah, um, for those of you who may not know what her website is, I'm going to actually pull that up right now. So that way you can get a better idea on where you can get tickets. So, um, so the website is the same name as her stage name, which is MariahTheScientist.com. This is where you can get your tickets. You can even check out her music and stuff on streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, all right? All right, so, um, okay, so let's, um, all right, I want to remind people in regards to Monster Jam. Um, in regards to Monster Jam, I want to remind people in regards to Monster Jam, but for, but I want to actually break down what Monster Jam is. Um, for those of you who may not know what that is, I'm gonna actually try to break that down too. Um, try to break that down. Hold on a second. Uh, try to break that down. Um, let me see. Um, okay, so let me break down um, what Monster Jam is about. Hold on.
Okay, so um, for those of you who may not know what Monster Jam is, um, Monster Jam is a live motorsport event tour operated by Field Entertainment. Um, let me let me go into some more information. So, um, so the series be, series began in 1992 and is sanctioned under the umbrella of the United States Hot Rod Association. Events are primarily held in North America, with some additional events in other countries. Although individual event formats can vary greatly based on the intermission um entertainment the main attraction is always the racing two wheel skills competition and freestyle competitions by monster trucks okay so um monster jam is going to take place in the ubs arena um let me make sure that i covered that let me make sure I cover that. Um, all right. So starting today, um, which is Friday, of course, the, the time I'm recording this, um, it restarted. So February the 2nd, um, February the 3rd. So it's going to take place in um, Belmont Park, New York, which is the UBS Arena. Um, 2400 Hempstead Turnpike, Belmont Park, New York, 11003. And you can buy your tickets right now before they sell out. All right. You can go to the Monster Jam website at www.monsterjam.com and, and you can know when each of... All right. So let me get... Let me break down the time. So... So this happened um, today, which is February the 2nd, um, which is Friday. So doors open at 6, track side, 6.15 p.m. Start time is at 7 p.m. Tomorrow, February the 3rd, um, 10.30 a.m., which is uh, the pit party. Doors are open at 12 p.m. Track side is 12.15 p.m. And the start time is at 1 p.m. And Sunday, February 3rd, pit party, um, um, not applicable yet, um, but keep an eye out on the time as it's being posted. Um, doors are open on 6, 6 p.m., track size 6.15 p.m., and start time is at 7 p.m. All right, so there you go right there. And... um. Yeah, that's Saturday, Sunday, um, Sunday, February fourth, pit party, ten thirty a.m. Um, doors are open at twelve p.m. Trackside twelve fifteen p.m. and start time is at one p.m. All right, so like I said, man, go to the website at www.monsterjam.com. Um. There's going to be some activities to do. Actually, yeah, there's going to be some activities to do um, involving education and activities. You have toys, video game, and theme parks. Um, yeah, so there's even a Monster Jam 101, Monster Jam Lingo, Pit Party, Judges Zone, Monster Jam University, Monster Jam Awards, and St. Jude. 
and it's going to and it's going to be some videos on TV, um, point standings, pass points, uh, truck drivers, uh, 2024 truck and drivers up, um, all that good stuff right there. Yeah, I can. You can even follow them on social media. Actually, they're on social media as well, so you can follow them on. Um, you can follow them on Facebook, TikTok, X, Instagram, and YouTube. All right, so that way you can get a better idea on on what's going on right here. And um, you know what? You know what though? Um, I was gonna cover the other, the other, um, the other place that you could check out as far as the. Uh, hang on a second. I was gonna cover that, but I'm gonna have to end this right now because I have to get ready for work tomorrow. So, um, yeah. So hold on. Before I close out, I want to make some noise for the people who won the Soul Train Awards and and also J. Cole as well. So let me just make some noise for, for those people who actually had the chance to, to actually um, achieve um, their careers and, and the awards. So let's make some noise for J. Cole and the people from... Um, and the pe and the people who won uh, the Soul Train Awards, and of course, Mariah the Scientist, and and yeah, there you go.
right, I'm gonna wrap up right here, right now, man. And this is going to be, um, let me take care. Hold on a second. All right, let's let's get to it. Stream choices on the go. Let's go. All right, make sure you follow follow the podcast off the meat rack change New York Avenue podcast on Instagram. Lost, oh, yeah, excuse me. Um, Facebook threads, Instagram as well as my other podcast as well, which is um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast. Alongside with, oh my gosh, alongside with um. Meticulous Vajus podcast, my review platform, and of course, follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks Triple Five in Queens, New York. Be sure to, um, be sure to um go to my link tree that says G Money Stacks Triple Five. You're gonna see a whole list of audio streaming platforms of every of every link. Um of every link of streaming platforms. You can also download it to your Android phones, your iPhones, your iPads, your Android tablets, um, your laptops, which includes Apple and Dell laptops. All right. So that way you, you, you won't, um, that way you won't, um, forget, all right, so hold on one second. If you go to my link tree, you're going to see a whole list of audio streaming platforms especially especially visual which includes odyssey you have audible you have audio burst you have amazon music breaker bullhorn fm castbox fm diesel listen notes moon fm podcast um capsule fm which is also on there as well um play fm Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend, Pod Hound, Pod Opolo, Pod Arama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Podverse, Podcast Guru, Pod Vine, um, Snipped, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for um, music, radio, and podcast week, where you can listen to music, radio, and podcast shows for free. Um, you don't need a debit card or credit card for you to, you don't need a credit card or debit card for you to actually, um, get iHeartRadio. And of course, be sure to, and of course, be sure to actually, um, be sure to actually subscribe by following the podcast shows that I just mentioned, that's also on um, 
that's also on um uh that's also on every streaming platform that I just mentioned. And be sure to actually be sure to actually follow. Be sure to do the same with YouTube. Make sure you go ahead and grab that subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page, G Money Stacks Triple Five, for more live video podcast episodes. In case you miss any of the episodes whatsoever, don't worry, I got you back where you can actually do your recaps and your listens and all that great stuff right there. So, um. So, yes, leave a like and a comment alongside with the episodes and topics that's being discussed. Tell me what you think about the topics in in today's episode or previous episodes that you listened to whatsoever and all that great stuff right there. Um, Stay tuned for more of your content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. In case you miss any of them, don't worry. Um, Be sure to listen, stream, and watch these episodes. Share the episodes. Share the videos. You can also add the podcast to your playlist on Spotify. You have Spotify for podcasters. You have Audible. You have Odyssey. You have Breaker. You have Castbox FM. You have um. You have um. You have Amazon Music. Um, I just found out that my podcast is on um is on Playpilot, which I downloaded on my phone. So if you if you if you have if you don't have that, you can download that as well. Um iHeartRadio and of course YouTube and and of course um yes, those are the streaming platforms wherever you get your podcast wherever you get your wherever you listen and get your podcast all right um also do the same on my other youtube channel pages which is meticulous vajus podcast and of course my sports youtube channel page excellent fun vibrant talks podcast and and of course tell a friend to another friend word of mouth is important um by spreading the word you can also share my link tree with the podcast with your husbands your wives your boyfriends girlfriends and your friends and the people that you're cool with from work and everywhere else in between all right i'm gonna be out of here man this is your man g money stacks aka the greginator um thank you very much for listening to the 322nd episode of this new york New York Avenue podcast um, about bragging rights in in terms of Brittany Renner and and of course people winning the Soul Train Awards and everything else in between. Remember, the grind doesn't stop; hard work pays off. Um, you have to work hard and earn it because it's not going to be given to you on a fucking silver platter. And of course, um, be be sure to. Be sure to find your niche. Don't let anybody stop you from doing what you love to do creatively, mentally, physically, and spiritually that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision. And, you know, do something that makes you smile. And rem- and also, I want you to remember um, two things, actually. Everything is not mandatory. Whoever told you that everything is mandatory in life is not true. 
So don't stress yourself out. And also remember, in the words of Ivy Rivera, you have to valid, you got to validate yourself because nobody's going to do it for you but you. You know, screw the fucking haters, man. Even if it's your parents that are haters, screw them. It's all about you. You feel what I'm saying? And um, and that's it, man. And I'm glad I filled y'all in on the Monster Jam. And if you and if you miss what I was talking about with Monster Jam, be sure to get your tickets at uh, MonsterJam.com. You can also follow them on social media as well. And um, and yeah, whatever whatever place. And other topics I don't get to, I will cover it in the next episode. So stay tuned for that. All right. I'm out of here. Peace and one love. I hope y'all have a nice weekend and enjoy yourselves and stuff. And, of course, um, and, of course, everything else. Be safe. Be safe. Enjoy your Groundhog Day. Enjoy your Groundhog Day, and, of course, enjoy the rest of your week, and, of course, enjoy the rest of your night. Good night, folks. Oops. Yo, what's up, everyone at home? You want to hear more from me? I need your help on a couple of things. Go follow Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast on Facebook, Threads, and Instagram. Tap on the notifications so you can know when I will be on Instagram live recording podcast episodes. Plus, you can do the same with YouTube on my channel, G Money Stacks Triple Five. Grab the subscribe button for more live video episodes. Click on the notification bell and alerts as reminders of the date, day, and time when each episode recording will be on the air via live stream. You can also share your thoughts on the topics of each episode in the comments section. If you miss any new or previous episodes, don't worry. You can catch up in my link tree slash gmoneystacks555 with the links to listen, stream, and watch on every streaming platform, including Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Also, you can download and add the podcast to your playlist of your favorite episodes. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greganator. Thank you so much for 
for tuning in, listening, streaming, rocking with me, and watching me on the podcast. One love. Peace out.